10 to 1, episode 105. Board Game Addendum 2019. podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything i'm melissa kozer and i'm brian kozer and we're back to talk a little bit more about board games because our last board game episode was already long enough and we had a few more things to talk about maybe a little bit about the cruise and also we didn't really feel like doing too much work for this episode well we did have to rearrange our schedule a bit but uh we also might not be doing a board game episode next year we probably won't be doing our top 10 board games uh i think we're going to start rotating between top 10 board games of all time top 10 movies of all time top 10 tv shows of all time top 10 books of all time and we'll do those each every four years because those lists probably won't change as much uh and so um we'll get them on a rotation and start doing those so anyway uh we're going to talk about games we played on the cruise and the games that dropped off our top 10 list so what would you like to start with well let's talk about the cruise all right the cruise the cruise so uh the first day we arrived in fort lauderdale and there was the pre-cruise party and we played a few games i played the ebay electric talking auction game which is a flip the table game and uh, got to play that with tom vassal and a couple other people and uh it was fun it was a good one uh let's see next we played a few games with a couple people or a few people that we grabbed and uh made play games with us all night i think the first thing we played was cosmic encounter and yes and that was a fine way to start off the night yeah uh and then we played three more games that we had played before we played no thanks a couple times we played captain sonar and we played Codenames Pictures. Yeah, I mean, that was possibly one of the best nights of the cruise was just the pre-party. For before gaming? Before we even got, yep. yeah. It was no yeah. new games, though, so let's talk about the new games that yeah. we played. I, I don't know. That was part of the fun was, like, we everybody knew the games. There was pretty much no rules explanation, and it was all stuff that we were very familiar Except with. Except for Captain Sonar. That took us half an hour to get started. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> So then uh, the night we got on the boat, uh, we played Meeple Circus, just the two of us. We took that back to our our room on the boat. On a rocking, swaying boat. Yeah. Not a the game best where you're idea. trying to stack up all these little pieces. Right. And then we played... I won, by the way. <laughs> and then we played... Uh, and yeah, that one, that one was a good, uh, good dexterity game, good family game. And then we played Takinoko. The giant talking. Oh, I know. With that was giant pieces. Yeah, Uh, man, it was it was this huge box. What would you say? It was like two foot high and and two foot wide. It was 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it had these really big wooden bamboo pieces and this giant wooden panda. It was almost lifelike. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I think. It would be fine to get Takenoko at some point mm-hmm. because it's a light game and we could play it with our children and they'd love the theme. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm glad we played it because it helped me realize we do not need to buy this for a long time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I know you're listening. And I know this is a game that you yeah, really love. Well, thanks for recommending it, Joshua. But I did awful at this game. And you know, anytime that you stink at a game, that usually makes you not really like it as much. Huh. <laughs> I just kept on doing, I don't know, I, I could not complete most of my, my goal cards. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I'd probably put it around at the uh, Ticket to Ride level, pretty similar. Yeah. Similar it's, it's light. And, it's uh, nice. So, yep. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Especially the giant version. If you get a chance, play the giant version. If you have money. Right. Well, don't buy the giant oh, version. Oh, okay. Just, just go. Just go somewhere they have <laughs> yeah. it and play it. <laughs> and then the next day was uh, our first full day on the boat, and it was an at-sea day. And so we started with terraforming Mars, which took us quite a bit of time uh, and was both of our favorite game on the cruise and uh, made my top 10 uh, episode that you uh, recently listened to. That one, that one was really good. Uh, Really great strategy game. If you like strategy games, definitely check out terraforming Mars. It's I think number three on board game geek for a reason. Yes, yes, that I think was my favorite game of the cruise. Oh yeah, and uh, I've I've set, shared this with several other people, but we ended up playing this for like what four, four and a half hours. It's three and a half, uh, but played through. Had some breaks and well, and an hour of rules, rules explanation. explanation. And I consider that as part of the the whole experience. And we played straight through lunch, and you know this pregnant woman was super hungry, and yet I still loved this game, and mm-hmm. so. I wouldn't be surprised if this might make an appearance on future top 10 board games. Yeah. I definitely want to play this one some more. And then uh, you played Marble Bobsleigh. What did you think about that one? That one was fine. It was uh, it was not a very good rule book, um, but it was fun. You've got um, these four marbles. Everybody has each has four, four marbles, and... Uh, kind of at this certain signal, then uh, you're releasing your marbles, trying to get them to roll down this little chute uh, and be the first one to reach the goal line. And uh, and then you get a certain number of points or whatever. And uh, it was fun. It, it did feel like Marble Bobsleigh, so it's aptly named. Uh, it's just a light little game. It, it is really fun to look at, though. Uh, we definitely passed by people playing this and we're like, ooh, I want to check that out. So it's kind of it's a good, uh, kind of a good party game, like sort of or convention game, I guess would be the better term for it, where you've got a lot of people just sort of milling around, and you leave it set up, and people can sit down and play it for five or ten minutes and have a nice time, and then move on. Yeah, yeah, definitely go uh, look this one up, like on YouTube or something, because it's uh, it's pretty cool to look at. It's pretty uh, pretty different from anything else you've seen. All right, and then we both played Nations the Dice Game, just the two of us. Which is Nations the Dice Game. Yeah, and you know, I like that. It's a long, boring game and a nice, shorter version, but still kind of boring. Oh, you know, I like that theme of civilization building and. That theme. I I used to like this one. Let's grab everything that people might possibly think is cool about history. And stuff every reference into this game. 
uh, into one big hodgepodge how else would soup. You do it? Of okay. Abraham Lincoln and the pyramids and the Greeks and the Spartans and uh, whatever Mother Teresa. It's a, I mean, it's a card game. I don't know how else you would, unless you had it on rails where each person only got the same thing every game. I don't, I don't know what else you're wanting. I don't know from it's a just, civilization game like this. It's just a boring game. Oh nope, it was fun. I uh, again, I think you lost, and so you soured on it mm, that had nothing to do with it no. i was soured on it because i already had previous experience with it super long uh yep abominably long speaking of super predecessor. long how about we keep this podcast moving the next day i want to hate on some of these was the day we spent in haiti i believe mm. and the first game we played was dice forge played that with a couple that we met on the boat uh, Graham and Belin, and what do you think about Dice Forge? This is the one where you're buying different faces and then putting them on your dice. You pop off a side of your die, pop on a new one, and uh, you just keep upgrading your dice and getting better things. And I thought it was uh, that was good. What do yeah, you think? I liked it. I uh, it, it's another game that's pretty to look at and. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun uh, popping off the little sides of the dice and then upgrading. And, you know, we both kind of like that feel of of building and, and upgrading something to be better. And, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a pasted-on theme, but it's fun and it's fine. And it's actually a much lighter game than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was yeah, going to be a lot more in-depth. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's nice. I'd recommend this one. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, let me let me run back real quick and keep track. So Takinoko is one we're we're not buying now. Not right? for a while. Maybe when our kids are a little yeah, more Meeple Circus. Yeah, I mean obviously is that when our you kids still are want to buy? Yeah, when our kids are grown. More. So not buying. For a while, That's like yeah. A kids buy. Yeah. Okay. And then Terraforming Mars, we already bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Marble Bobsleigh, not buying. Nah. Nations the Dice Game. I'd buy it if we could get rid of the big long one. So not buying. Uh, <laughs> Dice Forge. Yeah, we could buy at some point. So we're like... Uh, that would be maybe a low, one. Low, medium, high. Yeah, maybe a low or slash kids buy. Okay. Uh, it's... Probably not a buy for me. I'd say none of these are probably a buy for me. Uh, Quadropolis was the next one. City building game that I wanted to play. Uh, Days of Wonder. And it was good. I yeah. I liked it. Um, probably not a buy. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I was not interested at all. But I ended up liking it. Um, I did win it. So that helps. <laughs> Huh. But as a game so itself... So if it's a game I want to buy, I just have to let you win the first time, <laughs> and then we're good. Now you're catching on. <laughs> if it's a good enough game, it will speak for itself. Because if you'll recall, I did not win Terraforming Mars, but I still loved it. Hmm. But I did beat you. In fact, I smoked you in it. So, Quadropolis. No, I don't think we need to buy it. All right. And the next game we played, Century Golem Edition. Yeah, I want to buy this. I do want to as well, although I I am fine with getting the regular 
Spice Road edition. But the Golem edition is so cool. It has really, really nice art. But uh, the expansions or the expansion kind of stuff that you can do, I don't think works with the Golem edition. And it was a special edition. I'm not sure that you can buy it except like secondhand Mm -hmm. for more expensive. So it is really, really pretty. So Century is sort of in the style of Splendor, if you've played that, where you're uh, it's pretty quick of a game and you're getting resources and using those to get cards, which help you get more resources and cards. And uh, yeah, that was a really good one. That, that would be a buy for me. What is that? Like a high, medium, low? That'd be more of a medium. All right. Yeah, probably for me as well. Uh, okay. The next day was the day we we're in Jamaica, I believe. Yeah, man. And the first game that we played was The Voyages of Marco Polo. What did you think of that one? Oh, I was so disappointed. I don't know. I just felt like I I worked so much on that. And I was always scraping, trying to have enough camels and, and especially enough money. Uh, it just felt like it wasn't fun because it was work. It's a beautiful board, and I love the idea of it and the mechanics. It it should have been right up my alley, but it did not work for me. So not not a buy. Not a buy. All right. This one's still a buy for me, probably a medium, and I really liked it. Boo. I really like dice manipulation, dice worker placement. Boo. It's amazing. Sad, sad that I definitely want to play this one brought this, brought this to Only your attention. I had lost to you in that first game. <laughs> You would like it more. All right. Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, we didn't even get all the way through this one. It's like Gamer's Life. I want to give it another chance before I play it again. I mean, before we buy it um, or decide whether or not to buy it. Um, Because I think there's some real meat there. Uh, But it's definitely not a game that you can just sit there and idly chat like you can I, in I a regular game is. of life. Well, I I don't think so. And just I mean, because pe- people weren't does I mean, I was. I feel like I was both chatting and playing. Possibly like my turns were pretty quick. Well, mine were too. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against our friends that we made on the cruise. No, no, no. If you're but, listening uh, to this, we had a lot of fun playing yes, with we, you. It was. That's the thing, though, is it was such an enjoyable time talking to them that I ended up uh, wanting more to talk to them. Then play, but uh, then like we'd start to get back to playing, and then something that happened in the game would make us want to start talking again. You know, oh, what if this were true in real life? You know, and so I don't know. They were such great girls that we were playing with. That yeah, that was Sasha and Hega. Yeah. So no, that was that one was fun, and I I liked the game. I think I got a uh, I I could tell. I mean, I, I don't think there was anything that we didn't do in the game. We just didn't finish it. So it was one I think I would buy um, when the kids are older. Okay. Hail uh, Hydra was the next game we played. I think I'm good. I don't know. I I think I prefer games like The Resistance. Hmm. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I think I, I mean, I've only played it one, uh, twice, so I can't say I liked it better than Resistance, but... Uh, Possibly would be is better than Resistance, and definitely one of the best in that genre of game. I, I did like it a lot. It was a lot of fun playing with uh, Roy and Andy yeah, no, they and were Toby. They were a fun group. I'm just not sold on the game. Yeah, well, I liked it. How about Celestia? 
yeah, I want to buy this one. Uh, it's a very light game, uh, very push your luck, and it's not meant for two players. Mm. But I think this would be an excellent one to introduce to our girls, possibly in just a few years. Maybe so. So what's that for you? Well, probably so. a two. All right. A medium. And then the next game, one of the ones you wanted to play, and again, took us a few hours. We played Lords of Hellas. I don't want to buy this yet. <laughs> I want to find someone who has it and ask them to let us borrow it, and we'll play it through maybe one or two times, <laughs> and then we'll decide if we want to buy it, because uh, it's really cool, and it's got, uh, it's it's just a cool theme with cool miniatures and uh many different paths to victory and I liked I liked it uh but it has a lot of rules and we kept on like having to even with the game being taught to us by a pro a veteran we still referenced the rules book and kept wondering did we do this wrong and so it's one of those that's got a very steep learning curve uh you definitely want somebody who knows the game to be playing with you the first time I guess so yeah, it's uh, I mean, I like that dudes on a map, um, uh, like risk on steroids type of game, and I did like this one a lot. I don't think it's one we need to buy, just because I don't think we would play it hardly ever. But it was uh, definitely a lot of fun to play. I would play it at a convention again, and uh, it was really nice of Vernon to teach us and oh, yeah. let us play with his painted copy. We'll oh, have to put man. a picture of that in the show notes. Go, it was go look beautiful. at that. Yeah, we'll put a picture of uh, Marble Bobsleigh, and we'll put a picture of this in the show notes. So go go check that out. Uh, the next one we played was Clank. Yeah, I definitely. That was the buy last that. day of the cruise. We only played those two games. Yeah. So Clank, uh, my favorite deck building game, where you're collecting cards. Everybody has their own deck of cards. You're playing cards from your hand, and then purchasing new cards, getting them into your deck, getting it better and better. And you're, this one, you're going down into a dungeon and trying to steal, steal treasure, treasure and escape before the dragon kills you. And uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it quite a bit. Oh, I definitely felt like I was down there. And like you got out to the surface first, mm -hmm. which made the dragon really angry. And he mm -hmm. started to really rampage. And I was running out of time, but I made it with far more loot than you did. <laughs> and it just, it really felt uh, thematic. So I definitely want to play this, and certainly with four players. I think this is one that would really shine with more players. Yeah. Okay. So what's that for you? Probably a medium, because I don't know that we'd play it very often. Okay. I I, I think we'd play it as often as we play any other things we <laughs> <No>. have. <laughs> uh, it's not too hard to all right to get to the table. Yeah. I'd then say. maybe maybe a three. Oh uh, wow. Uh, I did like okay. it a lot. And and you've got a valid point. It would be easy to teach, mm -hmm. and uh, unlike several of our other games, so yeah, yeah, I think that theme is a a crowd pleaser, yeah. and uh, deck building is is a fun concept. So cool. All right. Well, then uh, the last one we played, we played it after we got back from the cruise, was Forbidden Desert, and uh, it's from the same designer as Pandemic. It's his follow-on from Pandemic and Forbidden Island. What do you think about Forbidden Desert? Um, I think eventually we could get it. 
uh, and upgrade from Forbidden Island. After we've taught the kids Forbidden Island and let them have fun, then we could probably upgrade to Desert. It's a little more complex, but mm-hmm. I don't think we need to bother with it for a while. Yeah, I think that's fine. I liked it a lot. I think uh, I'm pretty much done playing Pandemic unless it's teaching somebody new uh, just because we've played Pandemic Legacy. and I liked that quite a bit more. And then Forbidden Island is uh, yeah, a kid's game, but I like Forbidden Desert. I, w- I would definitely play that one some more. All right, so that means uh, the... Sounds like the two best games for you that we played on the cruise were Terraforming Mars and Clank. Yeah. As far as... Uh, if Enjoyment. We're just, if we're just yeah. talking about purchasing. Yeah. The ones you were, you were saying you wanted to get. Yeah. So for Not me... Not what I would have expected. Yeah, that's interesting. For me, I'll say it was also Terraforming Mars and then my second favorite... Uh, so we can both have second favorites. Hmm. Uh, Voyages of Marco Polo, Century, and Lords of Hellas are all up there. Whoa. As well as Clank. Uh, let me go see when I made my my top 10 uh, list when I actually went out to a top 100 list for the podcast. Let's see which one I ranked highest. Uh, let's see. It was uh, Voyages of Marco Polo was my... 14 from this last year so uh which might be a little high uh for sure that's definitely too definitely want to play it some more could but uh clank also in the top 20 lords of hellas 22 and uh century i think i have a bit lower 39 but uh yeah i liked all those cool so let's get to talking about our top 10 from previous year uh from the previous year 20 17 and which ones dropped off from uh, this last year's list or this recent list so last year you had time stories as your number one not even on your top 10 this year you want to talk about that yeah okay so uh when i made the list last year we had just come off of playing lumen fide and the memory of that was super fresh in my mind it was I think the best scenario, possibly the best, if not second best, and only by close margin, uh, best scenario that we've we've played. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's saying something. They've had some really good scenarios, and Mm -hmm. so we've had some really great experiences uh, with and just great times with friends when we've played this game. And then this last year. We played their most recent one, which was uh, Estrella Drive, and it was mm-hmm. the R-rated Hollywood murder. And I don't know, it was just too. It was just too bad. Uh, it, it it felt like they just put profanity and nudity in there just to make it edgy, not because it served the story at all or anything. Uh, it felt, and that's dumb. That is a bad. I mean, I'm not endorsing profanity and nudity, but I can understand when, you know, uh, secular movie producers will do it because it helps to tell their story that they want to tell. That's, you know, that's one thing. Uh, But if you're just doing it in there to, uh, you know, get a certain rating or whatever, that's dumb. And I don't like that. And that's that's bad, uh, bad writing style, I think. 
And then it was really poorly translated. And so, it, I mean, it was not immersive at all. So just all of that combined uh, and some other things too. It just, uh, it made it made time stories almost drop off the list. And then I decided to just put it kind of as an honorable mention for now, for coming years. And I'll always mention it as, as an honorable mention because it's been beautiful. We've had so many wonderful times with it. Uh, but it's not going to make future lists unless we play another good episode. Okay. All right. Uh, then you also had Euphoria on your list. It was your number three dropped off your list this last year. Yeah. If you recall, it was this. like, I think it was 11. Uh, and the reason for that is that this game really shines if people are thinking ahead about what they want to do next on their turn. Mm-hmm. And if not, uh, then the game kind of drags. Okay. But I do really like the game. It was 11. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, still a good one. Okay. Uh, let's see. The next one that dropped off your list, Risk Star Wars Edition, was your number seven, 2017. This last list, uh, not on the list. Yeah, I mean, that one's going to be still top 20 or 30. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very much a cult of the new person. And if we haven't played it recently, and we, I don't know when the last time was that we played it, then um, it's just not as, as recent in my memory. And so most of the time, that means it's going to drop off the list. Right. Okay. Makes sense. And then... But it's still a great game. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. And then you had a couple more. Dutch Blitz. Well, I mean, we haven't we didn't play it last year. I so know. the same thing? I don't know if we played it the year before that, but mm-hmm. I do like this game a lot. <laughs> Just I had... forgot that was on your top 10. I know, me too. <laughs> I must yeah, I don't have been... think you've ever suggested, or maybe not ever, but... Well, I know you don't not really like it. Not in the last like three it. or four years. I like it. Oh. Well, I've always gotten the vibe from you that you're not really I mean, keen on playing it. We should have played it while my, my sister was good. here. I, I like... It's not my top 100. There's other games I like better, but huh. uh, that's fine. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. It's different than uh, anything else we have. I mean, I didn't even think about it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think about card games as much anymore now that we're into he- more serious board games, but... You know, it's still a good game, and I'll play it anytime someone suggests it. And the last one was Dice Town. Was your number 10 last year? Not on your list. Why not? We've not played it in a long while. Uh, that's the main reason. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it has been a little but while. But I do love this one a lot, too. All, all right. of these all of these could easily come back mm-hmm. if we were to play them more, more often. You know? Gotcha. Because <laughs> that's just... That's just well, who I am. Does that say something about it, though, that it's a top 10 game that we have seen on our shelf and we did not uh, make, we did not play it? You didn't choose it? Didn't didn't make it happen? I usually forget. Oh, about Dice Town? Well, I mean, none of the ones on our list other than, I guess, time stories are necessarily difficult to get played. Time I stories know. is a, a different beast just because it's... Uh, it's very distinct. Right, and there's modules you have to buy to do it over and over but all the other ones yeah just just curious just curious yeah i think usually whenever we have here's the deal is whenever we have newbies 
who are not who who have not been introduced to board gaming, we usually pull out something really light. So an actual board game, not a card game like like Dutch Blitz, but something that's going to be really simple, easy to swallow. Um, whenever we have gamers over, then we're trying to pull out the heavier stuff that we pretty much never get to do uh, with anyone besides ourselves. And so then we're doing stuff like dungeon pets and, oh, I don't know, uh, Shadows Over Camelot or, or something like that. You know, some that's a lot more meaty. And so there's some that are, uh, for us, kind of the middleweight, and they just tend to fall between the, the cracks sometimes. That's my theory on it. Hmm. Well, I guess um, if it's really a favorite, it just seems like you would pick it instead of one of those heavy games we never get to play. Okay, so I might well, have just curious. chosen poorly in past years. All right, so for me, uh, let's see. I had also, uh, I also had time stories on my list and it moved off. Um, I guess partly because of what you were saying, but more so just because it uh, like uh, the previous year where Pandemic Legacy dropped off. It's a game that you're not playing all the time and so i still like it a lot but not putting it up um on the list just kind of makes sense for that type of game also i would say with time stories some of the things like the dice combat and the repetitive nature of it are a little bit more annoying than they were at the beginning let's see uh for me also uh ticket to ride was on my list before and dropped down quite a bit it's the one I like a lot, just um, just a, a easy game to pull out and, and chat and play. Um, just, just not one I would consider a, a top 10 favorite anymore, but it is one I still like quite a bit. And Dungeon Pets is the only other one. I think we kind of talked about that. On the board game podcast is just one that makes me tired when I look at it on the shelf. And it really burns my brain. <laughs> so uh, the amount of of uh, work that that one is to set up and then play. I do still like it. It's still a top 20 or something like that. But yeah, not, not a top three game like it was when it first came onto the list for me. So, all right. Well, is there anything else you wanted to talk about about board games before we... Shut it down for a while, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, till we till we want to again. We, we can talk about them anytime. We're just not going to be doing a top ten or an addendum probably for a little while. I'll think of it next podcast. All right. Well, then uh, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> but uh, if you have something you wanted us to talk about, you can contact us, Melissa. How can they do that? TTO at Cozer.us is our email. TTO.Cozer.us slash 105 will take you to the show notes for this episode. Yep. We'll have a picture of Marble Bobsleigh. We'll have a picture of that nice Lords painted of Hellas. Lords of Hellas. Hey, maybe we can have a picture of Giant Takinoko. Yeah. So you yeah. guys can see all those. All right. Let us know uh, what you thought about our board games. Let us know anything else you want to hear about board games. Or if you want to tell us anything about it, go ahead and do that. Love to get feedback from you guys. All right. Our next episode that we're planning on doing is uh, Top 10 Studio C episodes. We're so doing it. 
check back in with us in two weeks and uh, maybe we can make you laugh a little bit with some of this stuff until next time i'm melissa Kozer. i'm brian Kozer, and you've been listening to 10 to 1So when do you think we will make it to our next convention? I don't think it would be too long. I, I think uh, maybe five years. Yeah, I think probably even before that. I think when. Well, I guess we'll see if we've had any more kids between now and then. But uh, it could happen sooner if there's one closer to where we're living. If there's uh, something that we decide. We just want to take the kids and we'll switch off. Or if the grandparents are willing to take the kids for us again. Uh, no, I probably wouldn't do that again. Certainly not for a, a cruise. Maybe if there was a board game convention where grandma and grandpa were, and we just dropped them off for a few hours during the day and went and did it, and then came back that night. Yeah, Something like say, that would be possible. But I'm going to say at least five years then. Five or six before we go to another convention.